Good morning, John. Good morning, Sean. It's been a while since we've recorded. Yes. And that's uh, that's a long story, I would say, that there's a lot there, and maybe someday yeah. we'll unpack everything, but it's basically getting back into school uh, semi-post-COVID and then back into COVID just created right. a lot of challenges for both of us. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, school starting, and for me, uh, getting back into teaching instead of just full administration. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and we did uh, we did uh, work on uh, work on the show a little bit. We've decided to uh, try a slightly different approach here uh, uh, for this episode, and we'll see how it how it is going forward. Yes. Uh, and so the approach that we're going to try today is, uh, is I was talking to some uh, uh, teacher friends of mine last week, and uh, one of them told me a story about what was happening in her school or what had happened in her school, a situation that had happened in her school. Yeah. So I'm going to tell this uh, situation as I heard it and hopefully, you know, make sure everything's anonymous enough so that no one's right. <laughs> just because, yeah. you know, once this goes out for the wide publication, everyone might be wondering yes. who yeah. the teacher is. You know, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to just make up names too, you know? Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. Uh, now you put me on the spot though. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can suggest the names then so that, uh, now I'm on the spot. Uh, the teacher, say, uh, do you want to t- use a, First name or yeah, first name. Mrs. So and so or okay, so uh, Jane. Jane. Yeah, your okay. friend Jane. I, I think I was expecting a, a, a multi-syllabic name. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> so now I'm feeling like Jane. Jane's. Now I think we need Mrs. Jane or Miss Jane. Mrs. Jane. <laughs> Miss Jane. Yeah. Uh, Janet. Janet. All right. So Janet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, the, the problem with someone teach? else, <laughs> the problem with someone else making names, is, is that now, now you're fit, recalling yeah. a Janet uh, for me that I know. So. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So. But we're we're saying these are this is not the real name. These are know? not the real the, names. The right. names have been yeah. changed. Yeah. Right. The names. So have been it can't changed. be a real Janet. It's impossible. <laughs> right. <laughs> the unreal Janet. Um. Right. Okay. So. Uh, so I'm gonna. Uh, tell you what I recall from uh, from hearing this story. Well, first of all, my friend Janet was saying that uh, one of the things that uh, she's observed in schools since, uh, you know, last year, the, the uh, 2021 school year, which I think we all will <laughs> remember <laughs> as a, a year where we all learned quite a lot about, uh, you know, what, what to do, what what not to do in terms of uh, yes. pandemic and right and and became certainly public health experts. Public, yeah, we all we all became public health <laughs> experts. We at first we resisted, felt like right. that was maybe a little ridiculous for us to be, you know, viral, viral. Was it viral? I can't say the word. Viral, a virologist. Virologist. Thank you. Yeah, virologist. Um, and uh, uh, an epidemiologist. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's it's not something I was ever uh, supposed to uh, <laughs> right. learn, but um, but I've done my best. I've done my best. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've realized to stay in the business, I, we both have <laughs> that you, you you have to you have to take a stance and and, and try to try to figure it out. Um, but or at least act like you're trying to figure it out. Right. <laughs> you're doing yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. hope that, that try, the things you're to... doing, you know, have any kind of effect. Yeah. Try not to stumble over over uh, the words of the of your new professions. Uh, I'll just <laughs> right. say epidemiologist. That's an easier yeah. word for me yeah, to say. Um, okay. So uh, what Janet uh, noticed, uh, my friend Janet, who's not, that's not her real name. <laughs> that's not really, yeah. Yeah. Although I do have a friend Janet. I'm not talking about right. you, friend Janet. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, unreal Janet. Well, she's real, but right. yeah. Um, so Janet said that uh, after after the COVID year uh, last year, the full COVID year, the first full COVID year, she said, um, and and I and I'd seen this sort of from other uh, people too, but she said that uh, a lot of the uh, really good uh, administrators were just kind of checking it. They're done. <laughs> like they, they did it mm-hmm. and they were like, all right, that's good. I'm just, if, you, if there was an option to get out of the school, they were getting out of the school. And, yeah. uh, it, you know, not like, uh, you know, no, you know, not, not as a rule, but she said she was like, she was amazed at the turnover and, uh, right. and it, of people who had been committed to the school. And so, and then she commented that things were really seem to be getting worse because, uh, like you, she was thinking after COVID things would get better in terms of, uh, teachers. Like we, we very much share our approach to, right. <laughs> to teaching, which is like, you know, honor the students. Um, <laughs> so I guess when she's talking about the, the good administrators, she means the same thing. Like yeah. She means, she or... means the ones who, who like see students as human beings first right <laughs> and right, like yeah. and not as <laughs> uh, uh um not as problems to be solved uh yeah so uh and so and, and i'm being like really ungenerous to to i know a lot of administrators should probably uh, uh do <laughs> work on that <laughs> so i don't mean to suggest they all left right. you're um, kind of suggesting that every administrator who's still working in a school right is the kind who, who <laughs> right. doesn't see right t- like i'm an administrator still working in a school so yeah uh, <laughs> right right but she said she felt like there was like a like a real drop-off in that kind of administrator right. who provided that sort of you know balance so if like if public yeah. school she works at a big public school and so if public school system works with this sort of balance between the administrators that's like the real orderly or authoritarian uh, doesn't yeah. really consider the individuality of the student, uh, you know, balanced against the, the administrator who's, you know, deeply concerned about the you know social, emotional situation of the student. Okay. She's saying, she's pointing out that there's like things have tipped <laughs> in, in one direction. <laughs> right. Uh, and so then she told me the story about uh, uh, how she, you know, was out in the hallway outside of her class and she found a vaping pen. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is to, uh, for those of you who don't know, vaping is like the new smoking. 
except it's hopefully right. going to become quickly the old smoking. <laughs> maybe we'll one day <laughs> understand. old smoking will come back. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe one day we'll understand not to inhale things that aren't air. Right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, so she found a vaping pen, and, and the policy at the school was to turn in anything like that. So she turned it in and, you know, went back to, went back to her job. And then later the administrators called her down and they had, uh, they had her sit down and they'd queued up security footage from the day. Uh And, and they had identified who had not identified. They had, uh, I guess, uh, found on the, on, on the video who had dropped the vaping pen. And, and then they asked Janet, do you know who this student is? Because right, it, right, it, right. it was a person like apparently like leaving her room. Um, and so Janet was then in a position because, you know, you got several. So it's th- a big school. It's a bit, several the thousand big, kids big, at this school. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, there's, <laughs> so the kids are operating in like, uh, you know, some anonymity, but right. but there's obviously cameras everywhere. Um, and so then she's in the position of of saying, uh, "Oh yeah, I do, I do know who that is. That is so and so." And she lets the administrators know, as like that's for, obviously it'd be weird to say I refuse to tell you, <laughs> like <laughs> right yeah, yeah. after yeah. I turned in a, a vaping pen. Uh, yeah. And then the then the student got, I think she said. Uh, Six weeks of uh, alternative education program, AEP mm-hmm. for short, uh, common in uh, Texas public schools. Um, and, you know, there might have been other, I, I didn't investigate. I didn't, I mean, I just, it was a story she told me. So six weeks at AEP yeah. is a long time. Right. And you don't know anything about that student. I don't know anything about the student. Yeah. The student's like previous situation, but but Janet had commented that like that's you know that felt like a you know major uh, overreaction, and it put her you know put the, took the student out of her classroom and just like throws her in a an educational environment that she didn't think was good for her. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so I I I, <laughs> I hear that story and. There's so many things going on in my head about like how do I interpret this, but but the I think like the the overwhelming problem I had with it was that the the response of the school was like a it was like a police state response, um, yeah. and and I I really was concerned about a the an an administrative authority that uh, doesn't know like clearly like because you know <laughs> doesn't know who the child is right uh, yeah. like then making you know a decision about uh about that child's education um but then the, there's the other side of me that of course is like you know the other side and the um of 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 my conscience i guess is well, you know that person had a drug paraphernalia, and mm-hmm. uh, possibly, uh, you know, if if at the school, might be spreading it around, right? And so, right, yeah, you wanna, wanna make sure you don't give them, you know, give that opportunity. So, yeah, that's the which also has an impact on the educational environment. So, like weighing the 
the negative effects on the education environment, educational environment in general versus of this one for this one student. Right. right. Like that concern about putting her, her, he or she, did you mention whether the, I think it was, I think the student was a girl. If, yeah. If putting I her in AP, yeah. you know, yeah. the, obviously the consequences of that, but uh, yeah, it's definitely, you know, you can understand from the administrator's point of view about cracking down on this, you know, if they see it as an, you know, as a, an epidemic, in the school of vaping and all that kind of stuff. Plus, the another thing about vaping is it's it's much much easier to conceal. Yeah, yeah, and to yeah. do secretly and indoors, and all those kinds of things that with traditional cigarettes, <laughs> you know, it's pretty impossible. Right, uh, right. To do. So it presents a particular problem for uh, yeah. administrators. But but it also like in presenting that problem, that exact problem, because this this has come up in you know in my job as well. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, it starts to feel more and more like an invisible crime. And it's not. Like, uh, like let me be clear. It's like, <laughs> well, first of all, I should be clear that it's, uh, uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of criminality involved in getting these things into young people's hands. Uh, mm-hmm. like, like, a lot of low-level criminality is happening. To, uh, but, uh, and it's not an invisible thing, right? It, can, it, it has you know, manifest physical detrimental effects on people who, uh, who do it. But, yeah. um, but it sort of shows the, the path that, uh, drug usage may well go, uh, and, and already has in a lot of ways in terms of edibles, which is like, yeah, can you really catch it? Is it something yeah. that, that, that can be, uh, I mean, you know, this, this isn't smoking, <laughs> smoking in the boys room right right like, it, it's like vaping is it's it's almost invisible certainly a cautious student could easily avoid being uh, seen vaping and then right. um and then like just to to you know go ahead and bring in edibles uh, uh edibles of course uh, could could conceal that in the lunchbox and eat it right in front of you know a teacher yeah. and the teacher might not right. even you know is is probably not going to you know, be any the wiser. Right. <clears throat> and so... Yeah, exactly. And, and actually, this is... Uh, it it makes me think about COVID as well, right? Because it's kind of the same situation with, with, with COVID is there's this thing that can infiltrate your school and, and put everyone at risk that is uh, much harder to, to control than... Um, and also the effects of it are, are worse, right? than what we're traditionally used to, because it's, you know, it's normal in schools to have, to be concerned about spreading of disease and uh, like the flu and and things like that. But COVID also is sort of like this new kind of, you know, thing, right, that that we haven't had to deal with that, um, you know, seems more contagious, its effects are greater, the the fear of it is greater, and all those kinds of things. And, And so there's a similar effort to create new mechanisms of control yeah right and and to transform the environment in a way where you can control it or at least you can feel like you're controlling it or you can say that you're controlling it right when someone asks and says that you're responsible for doing that and um like when you mentioned about the the security camera and, and catching them on that i was thinking that you know they should just automate this 
and with facial recognition software. <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah, and then you don't a, even have to you don't even have to have someone step. who knows that right. kid. Right. It's <laughs> a natural next step. There's the software identifies them. And maybe it can even identify the vaping pen, you know, and then just uh, automatically just spit out, you know, the the punishment. <laughs> you know, six weeks AP. <laughs> right. right. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then just send that email to the administrator and then the administrator just, you know, <laughs> sets it up. Um, right. Right. Well, I mean, it, yeah, is, it, it, it is like a ridiculous idea that it would just be completely automated all the way through. But <laughs> right. But it does like uh, I, I mean, I think it's a moment to give us pause is like, you know, are these things that uh, uh, that that the students do that they bring to school? Uh, I mean, it, they're, it's obviously in violation of the school. And right. yeah, and they most of them, like I predict going forward, most of them who want to get away with it will, if not yeah. already, if that's not already the majority. And right. so, and so really the, the task of the school is to figure out how to make it so that it's not attractive to even want to get away with it. Yeah. I, but do you think that's possible? Like, <laughs> you know, to do that? I mean, <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. The question is how how possible? Like, you know, because someone arguing from the side of the, because this is about control, right? What can you? What is in your control and what's outside of your control, right? Because obviously, you don't want students um, doing things that are harmful to themselves, right? So that's clear. No one would say that you know it's good for students to be vaping or it's good for them to be, um, you know, uh, well, doing drugs uh, what, what, or any any of. Yeah. Well, let me, let me first point out, just from the standpoint, like, I'm sorry, from the, from the standpoint that that is sympathetic towards the authority maintaining order in the school. Uh, it's odd to me. <laughs> okay, this is it's it's odd to me that the uh, schools tend to just like a, a minor with some something illegal in possession is sort of yeah. just busted as like in school and that's it. And I don't know what this school did. So I'm not criticizing this school. Yeah. But I can, you know, speaking from experience, how did that person get that drug? How did that person right. who's not supposed to be able to get that drug get that drug? Like the mm -hmm. really like the response, the sort of state, you know, uh sort of feels like a state response. It's just maybe because it's a public school, it's publicly funded. Right. It really needs to proceed to adults who are uh, in positions of power where these things are getting, like that's partly what yeah. naturally needs to happen and generally doesn't. It's just the kids sort of left holding the bag. And that's why right, it keeps right. going on. That's why you can get these these shops continuing to sell this stuff to minors because, like, unless there's a real epidemic within a community, uh, a, a single case is just well, the kid just gets busted. But the yeah. kid, like, it's like to me, it's that's part of the problem is is to sort of land this full level final response on the kid when the kid's only a part of why he or she has the 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 drug issue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's, a good, that's one point that I would point. say is problematic. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 
but I, I, I know, didn't mean to cut like, you off earlier. Yeah, no problem. But like regarding the the control, I think you know it's like a it's a balancing act. Uh, like if it's agreed that we you know you don't want students uh, vaping at school, for example, right? Like if if everyone because you know you could. On the other hand, say like, well, what's the big deal? <laughs> you know, yeah, you could, vape. or we'll just ignore it. You know, well, we'll I mean, act like we yeah, don't, we don't, we don't see it's it. It's kind of what happens in college. Is uh, right. Yeah, once they're all, I guess it's legal once they're of age, college. right? Yeah, right. So, so there's that issue, but right. but let's say you know, someone's response could potentially be, um, these kids want to vape, right? So. Uh, you know, let's lobby to make it legal for them to vape. You know, for the age to be <laughs> right. lowered because because it's too hard to stop them. Right? It's it's a kind of waste. Like it's the whole legalizing drugs. You know, right. type of argument. I guess in general. Right. Uh, but let's say that that's it's agreed that that's not the right way to proceed. You 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 do want to stop them from vaping. You, if we say it's good that it's you know it's illegal for them to to possess it and 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 everything, and that you want them to stop. Then the next question is, okay, well, you know, how much, how much time and effort and resources are we willing to put in to, to get them to stop, right? Because this response to this situation, like I said, requires like a, a lot of time and effort, and that's why you know auto automating it, <laughs> you know, would probably be the next natural step, because the time that it takes to search the sur the surveillance videos and the teacher to come and identify the student, you know, and and um, and punish the student is, uh, you know, is a significant amount of time, especially if this is happening a lot. And uh, yeah, so part of the response could just be a sort of calculation of, you know, how much sense does it make to put time and effort into this, right? Right. And, but once you decide to put time and effort into it, then I think really it's, uh, you have to be really careful and you have to clearly understand what, what kind of principles are most important to you and, and when you start to compromise or sacrifice those principles because once you start down the path of surveillance and investigation and punishment, then really like for an administrator, that can be like you become your only job, right? I, I yeah. think you could become like really full-time police and <laughs> detectives and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's, yeah. I mean, to the, yeah. I mean, to the point that... Uh, you know, there's, there's, that does become full time jobs. <laughs> it's not like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's administrators or, or the, the you know, sometimes it will fall to the, the, uh, SRO, the, the, yeah. the uh, which is the student resource officer, the, or the school resource officer that is usually policeman, right? <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, and it's just obvious, like, uh, right. Uh, yeah, it'd be nice if it was a student resource officer. But it's not. It's the school right. or the camp is sometimes CRO. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's exactly what happens. Um, but but and I think the reason this this gets me so concerned is is because school is a community where the students the default for students is that they have no say in how it's run, right? It's yeah. like it's not like getting busted as an adult where right. you know you can you raise up your your arguments for you know we should legalize this or whatever and and over time i mean as you can see like in our lifetimes we've seen like this over time like uh eroding away of the 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 
um, federal enforcement of like marijuana, right? That's because, mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of adults were wanted this, right? Yeah. But now, but if you look at school as like a, uh, a society, which in a community, which it, it certainly is a community, um, yeah, you're, you're talking about the majority population has no say in how it's run. And not to say that they should get to, right? But, yeah. <laughs> but there's something really tricky about this because you're trying to instill in them the ideas of like liberty, responsibility, individuality, uh, and yeah, you know, how are we? How do we do that? Like this, this whole situation yeah, to me yeah. is, said to me like this is not. We're not interested in that. Like that. <laughs> that's what the the story Janet told me. I think. Yeah. No, I don't think you know. Like that school, I don't think is really interested in that. That's that would. That's what I would say. They're interested in controlling these students um, for their own good. You know, not like uh, for any bad intention necessarily. But they've. I, I think they. The school is this place where you take these young people, you put them through this process. There's a curriculum. You test them. You know. You measure them. And uh, it's good for them. Uh, you control their behavior, right? You set these limits and they have to uh, respect those limits or they get punished. And then after, you know, after a few years, they earn the right to leave. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, <laughs> right. it's really, you know, I, I don't, when I look at school, I don't see an institution, like a training ground for liberty, you know, or <laughs> <laughs> what, like what? <laughs> Yeah. Or democracy. Yeah, or, or democracy. Any of those right. things. Yeah. yeah. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. There's nothing like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and it's uh, it's obviously something that you would hope is is there, I think. But it's it's something you understand shouldn't necessarily be there at all ages. But really, in high school, you should start seeing a real transition since Basically, at the point that they turn eighteen, students can, um, you know, free themselves from <laughs> from the school's, right. you know, hold. Uh, if yeah, you know, if uh, if they if they know how to if they know how to do that. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you would you would hope that there would be at least some, you know, curriculum moving that way, <laughs> from. <laughs> yeah, but even uh, okay, like in uh, let me say this like. Because I was about to go in full into my the mode that I'm typic that I've been typically in our episodes where I was gonna say like something even like the idea of a curriculum is uh, is something that's antithetical to freedom and you know and uh, developing yeah yeah, yeah level of yeah. responsibility <laughs> yes, level yes, of yes, responsibility yes. that yeah. you know <laughs> that someone it, it, needs would have been excellent points but you're not gonna do that <laughs> I'm not gonna do that yeah I was just gonna point out that that's you know. You know, harken back to <laughs> to that mode that I that I normally go into, and I was going to say this actually, which is kind of uh, qualifies that that attitude, and and this is heightened by my experience now of of going back into teaching this year, because uh, I think that break that I had from teaching, which I think would ended up being about ten eleven years, <laughs> you know, which was <laughs> an extended break, yeah, uh, led me to, and I'll admit this to to think in a much more idealistic terms about young people themselves, right? Like about young people, I, I had sort of like a romanticized, idealistic um, attitude, which was that 
um, which downplays, I think, the the negative effects of uh, the attitudes that they that you know of the adults around them, how much they basically how much they internalize those attitudes, and um, and what's the word behave according to those attitudes, how those attitudes become a reality for them. And uh, like, for example, um, the, in, in my teaching in the past, you know, and I think I mentioned this maybe in a previous episode, I would talk to my students about having a prisoner mentality versus having the, you know, like a freedom mentality. And, um, and I, one thing that I always ran into was that, uh, and I would even tell my students this, that if you give freedom to prisoners, then it's going to backfire um, because they're still meant, you know, thinking like prisoners, right? And uh, they have the mentality of of people who are trying to escape from things, who are trying to, like, uh, escape surveillance, for example, right? And, 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 And there's a sort of, like, maybe like a, for a prisoner, a sort of double life or hypocrisy or, you know, two facedness, <laughs> which would be like putting on a particular face, you know, in, in front of the one who, you know, might maybe punish, will punish you or is, has control over you or the ability to discipline you uh, versus when that, uh, you know, that prison guard is not there, then uh, there's a sort of, you know, you could be, you could do what you want. Right. Right. And uh, now that, that doing what you want is informed by the fact that you're a prisoner, right? Right. And, and and I think that's what makes it destructive, and it makes it negative, and it and it it, make, it gives it these tendencies that that lead towards behaviors that that we don't want, right? And they're not good. And so so the more you the more we make young people prisoners, the more when uh, the more we need to make them prisoners and treat them like prisoners, and and so it's it's this um, you know self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, is a, I'm not sure if that's the right term here, but like feedback loop. We see that, yeah, feedback loop. If, uh, in our interview with Dave, I think he <laughs> he's some kind of term like that. Um, that uh, so we get ourselves into this situation where now we can't give them freedom, right? Because they can't handle it, and uh, yeah, and 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 I guess my recent return to teaching, <laughs> without going into any you know, uh, details unnecessarily has just reminded me that, that this can start at a very early age, right? This prisoner mentality and this, uh, basically it's, a, it's this kind of thing where you're living in this world that belongs to adults. Right. Right. And they control it and they set the rules. They decide what's okay, what's not okay. And it, it's stifling to the young person, right? It, that's mainly how th- I think they see it. Uh, a lot of young people, some young people are totally on board with the adult you know, project <laughs> yeah. and God bless those young people. <laughs> but, but I also think that that kind of works to their detriment, you know, to a large extent. Um, but, uh, but for, for many of the young people, they, they know how to behave to get along in the adult world, but there's always this tension between behaving that way and how they, you know, I don't, it's so simple to just use the word how they want to behave, but Maybe we could say how they feel they need to behave, right? Like how, um, uh, and you maybe you could even it could even be developmentally how they need to behave, yeah. right? Uh, like, it, and for example, a very young child who's in kindergarten, let's say, maybe 
their actual needs are to not be that restricted in their movement and in their, um, you know, activities throughout the day. But it, depending on the school that they go to, they could be extremely restricted in those things. And um, so this would be the beginning of setting up a sort of prisoner mentality in that in that child. And and I think it even can start before school, just with you know parents' approaches to their children. Some parents are very you know, make it very clear, like, these are your limits, these are your boundaries, and they're they're very serious about enforcing them, and they, they see that as their main job as parents, right, is to be enforcers of, of boundaries. Right. And um, and I, I think this really, yeah, creates, like, a prisoner mentality in students. So I forgot what my point was, really. I'm sorry, Sean. <laughs> but <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's all right. I mean, I think your point was is that it's uh, even the idea of, uh, like, to to. To bring in freedom is it's not just or to start trying to uh, uh, introduce you know concepts uh, like it, it has to be like considered in the like it, it can't just be like a high school onward kind of thing exactly right, right. I think it's that's not sort like, of like yeah. that was a point I was making is at least in high school you should see something and you, you, I think your point was like well. Yeah, <laughs> it could be a disaster. Be too late. Basically, yeah. yeah, it could really, yeah. really be a disaster, and yeah. it'll just it'll just confirm all the like control freaks, you know, right? Right. Their <laughs> their right. fears. They, it'll just be the exact it, nightmare right. that they imagined, right? <laughs> you know, which uh, is really yeah. That's and that's what's really depressing <laughs> about this is that when you have when you set up a system like that, and uh, and then. For example, let's say you complain about this. You're like, oh, you know, we're surveilling too much. We're being too controlling. We're, you know, this and that. We should give them more, more freedom and, and this, you know. And they say, okay, let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's yeah. It's a very tough situation to be in. And I, I frankly, you know, I've regretted uh, that myself. And, right. Yeah. Um, giving too much freedom. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure, you know. Yeah. And but then yeah, I have to face I have to as, ask myself as a, a question like Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm sure we all have. Um Right. You know, it's like uh but, <laughs> but and I think this is sort of why I mean, it's certainly why I've been able to find a more comfortable place at a at a school where you know, it's it's age 2 all the way through graduation and it's like small and you know, the everybody knows everybody and, and like yeah. in some ways it's 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 uh uh it has limitations of course that um in terms of resources like right. <laughs> like the, the the uh you're happy to <laughs> you're happy to have walls like and then situations <laughs> right. like that sometimes but uh, they're they're hard schools to start and uh and i was able to come in like when the school was already you know, pretty successful in starting an upper school, but uh, but yeah, the really powerful so other side of it is is that 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 curriculum, like in terms of how well it can be envisioned by the school leadership, uh, it can be. Uh, it's reasonable to expect it to be implemented from you know from an early age onward in a mm -hmm. in a, a way that progresses logically. But yeah. Um, but then, but then you still got parents, right? You still have parents who need to be on board with it, and sometimes you find out they're not on board with things like you thought they were, and they wanted yeah. something different. And yeah, it's uh, one of the comments you made in all of that was that the 
<laughs> if you don't mind, I'll share this quick sure. story from like just last night uh, that <laughs> okay. I already prepped you uh, for, although I yes. didn't act like I was going to bring it up today. Okay. But I'll act like this is the first time I'm hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, one of the things you brought up was like, you know, the, Young people live in a world controlled by adults, and uh, and so last night, uh, last night was actually our school's homecoming dance, and so I was, you know, and I was chaperoning uh, the the end of that, you know, came in for the the, mm-hmm. the last half of it, and made sure all the kids got out safe, and you know, we did uh, had a good dance, right? So yeah, uh, that was all fine. So, but then we, uh, m- my family is like displaced <laughs> I feel like this is like a theme <laughs> yeah uh we're, we're not in our house for just like two nights uh we're in a hotel uh just to get um uh you know some stuff in the kitchen fixed um too hard to too hard we, we thought we don't want to deal with this like there's gonna be dust and we, we wanted to get out of the house so we got a hotel yeah. right and so i left the homecoming dance my chaperone duties and i you know went back to the hotel and uh and I was and you know, I was walking in and uh coming down the hallway and coming opposite <laughs> towards me also uh was a, a group of uh, teenagers, like fifteen of them for <laughs> so like a lot. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and there and I was feeling like some dread because I was like, Oh man, I've got uh I'm gonna have uh I'm gonna have some loud neighbors because we were coming together and we just like peeled off both <laughs> at our rooms and like they're, you know, they're right next, like they're the next three rooms down from us, uh, yeah. and uh, and I'm like, oh man, uh, okay, let's see how this goes, uh, <laughs> and uh, and it was like. Maybe they have a big event tomorrow. They yeah, got to turn in early. Yeah, you know, maybe. Go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I couldn't read much. Like they didn't seem round, right. right? But they yeah, but right, they were right. also in like really good spirits, and so I didn't know you know what was going on. But there definitely weren't any chaperones, right? Uh, but yeah. it was also a situation where it's like, okay, this is not you know, it's not really uh, like this is. Uh, I'm not really sure what to do. Like they were definitely like old enough that I was like, you know. For all I know, they might be like, uh, just like new adults, right, in the world. And, uh, right. Um, but I felt that, you know, I got like into that mode of like, oh, do I, you know, am I going to have like a, a situation here <laughs> where I have to like be a teacher or <laughs> I have to be yeah. a chaperone? Uh, right. And it's like, you have to go lecture them, lecture them about proper <laughs> right, behavior. Right. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah. God, this is going to be so awkward. Uh, and then uh, it was like 15 or 20 minutes after we got in the room, like by the time I was about like getting in bed, because it was like my goal, uh, they had like, they turned on the, the music. I didn't see a boom box come in, so I don't know where, <laughs> the, I don't know where the yeah. the, the powerful speakers were, were but, <laughs> right. but, but they yeah. had some. And I mean, it was like, they were sing- they were in the room right next to <laughs> right next to us yeah and they were singing and like jumping i mean i, I was like 
oh, well, they're going to get kicked out of the hotel. <laughs> like this is, I won't have to do anything. <laughs> like yeah. there's zero chance that yeah. uh, I'll have to do anything. That this is going to fly. Right. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it was, it was insane. <laughs> and right. yeah. uh, uh, so, um, so I was like, well, I'm not even, I'm not even going to touch this. I'll just, you know, I'll let the front desk know, like, you guys, you got some pretty rowdy guests up here. Um, I'm sure you've heard. And uh, yeah, that was the impression I got when I called. And uh, uh, and they, you know, they came up uh, the, you know, the people at the front desk and um, like pounded on the door like loud. You know, they, yeah. you know, obviously it had to be. <laughs> you wouldn't have heard distinct. <laughs> you wouldn't have distinguished right. it from, from the jumping and the singing and right. the, the music. Right. Uh, and, uh, and man, as soon as like, you, like it, things went quiet so fast. Like as soon as like, <laughs> I think it, the, it went through the, the consciousness of, of all the people who were participating. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was just like, you know, quiet, quiet time. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> right. and yeah, someone opened the door and man, the, the, the hotel manager, it's like, yeah, I mean, I could hear him. Like, uh, yeah. and it was like, it was like, a you know, uh, it was an understandable response. First of all, right? you're running a hotel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like right. you literally right next door have a, you know, <laughs> a full family that's trying to sleep. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and so, you know, you give them a stern talking to and said like, this is your one warning. And then, you know, and then we're kicking you out. And so I was like, oh, okay, right, that's, that's fine. Yeah. And, uh, and then, uh, they left and I, I think what happened, uh, because it got, it was quiet for a while, but they kept talking. Um, yeah. and then like late, late in the night, I heard music again, like a lot fainter, <laughs> but also like yeah. kind of powerful. Uh, yeah. but it was definitely not right next door. And then I started to think, I wonder if they just like, they had like three rooms as far as I could tell. And yeah. I think maybe they moved to the middle room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's just, yeah. But, uh. Uh, but yeah, they were, uh, they were definitely up and doing stuff till like four in the morning. It was, uh, but you know, it wasn't at the level where, you know, it's like keeping us awake. It was just like, I'd wake up and I'd, you know, hear, hear them still talking or laughing or something. Um, but yeah. And so like, then, you know, but we're sitting there, my wife and I are sitting there talking and it's like one of the questions that we're pondering is, it's like, <laughs> how do you possibly imagine that you come to the Hilton home two suites right. uh, and throw a massive party? Like, how is it in your head that that's right. the, the the place to, to do it? And then there's then there's this like, you know, teacher part of me that's like, oh, well, of course. Right. It's like yeah. they don't see like this. Th- why wouldn't you test like to see like do you how much you know what's the world actually like <laughs> right <laughs> you know it's like i know it's not like school here right yeah <laughs> and and uh uh and there's no adults around as far as like uh or no authority figures to like yeah. trounce on our fun and so like right. Why would there be? And any... they're probably thinking, you know, we're we're paying good money yeah, for these rooms. And we're paying, yeah, 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 right. yeah. Yes. We're we're paying customers here. We're paying know? customers, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> and and so like both thoughts were like definitely uh, in my mind, and this is sort of illuminating to me. I mean, this conversation of like, yeah, this is uh, 
this is what happens when like freedom is suddenly given to uh, if, if you don't know what the world actually works how it right. works uh yeah you can be paying customers and still get thrown out of the hotel <laughs> right lose your yeah. money too and uh i mean those are uh, simple things and obvious when you're in your uh, adulthood and you know raising kids but um yeah. if your main social interaction and especially you think about like these kids like i said i'm like i'm not i say kids i don't know uh i've been using that word it's yeah i gotta make a comment about how i use the word kids at some point but i don't mean it like in a in a, a patronizing way demeaning um, way yeah, yeah, I really don't. Um, although I can see how it'd be taken that way, but uh, but yeah, these young people, you know, you figure the last at least year and a half, like who knows how restricted they were, but man, they yeah. were cutting loose. So <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, who knows? Like, what is actually possible in terms of like how responsible and mature high school age kids could actually be right um and but you know like another thing is is like i could imagine i think i've been in hotels before where adult guests yes are like <laughs> yeah. you know are like obnoxious too loud yes, yes yeah yeah obnoxious and like yeah you know like especially uh but it usually usually they're not having the party in the hotel room but they <laughs> you know they go out on a night right know, they right the they, night, they don't and then they come back late and then they just continue you know their Right, but then then there's like a pass out point, whereas like I felt (laughs) like the whole thing for these. Right. So yeah, like I think one thing here is that that for you know people that age, they don't really have a place where they can go. Right. Right. That's so that's one thing. Whereas adults can go and and they've all clubs and and bars and things like that. And they managed to secure a few hotel rooms. That's got to seem like plenty. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, Yeah. And, you know, who knows also like that effect of, you know, like media representations of people partying in hotel right. rooms that makes right. it seem like a, you know, like a normal thing that, that hotels expect, you know, and tolerate, <laughs> you yeah. know, and hotel guests also expect and tolerate. Like you have, you know, this is what happens in hotels. People get rooms and they have parties. Right? Yeah. So like, uh, which in some cases, like, like, like I'm saying, I don't think it's so out of the ordinary, you know, uh, like in the adult world you know as well like um no it's not and in fact yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, I think there's certain like differences but only because of uh of what you can get away with as an adult whereas right like, yeah. yeah i i think yeah like if if the, if they were adults doing the same thing you would just think they're obnoxious that's yeah. it you know yeah. and and like inconsiderate but when they're kids doing it there's a sort of like um i guess an element of for me, anyway, this is what I'll say. Like when I see it, it's like a they're getting away with something, right? Right. That that the adult world doesn't want them to be doing. They're some somehow circumventing <laughs> or trying to circumvent the 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 boundaries of the adult world, and um and they're doing it in a really obnoxious way, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so it combines those things. Whereas yep. if they were just adults, you wouldn't think of them as like trying to get away with something, you know. Right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't like, uh, sorry, I, I'm losing track of my thoughts today. Sean, oh, no, so no, to, I'll, I'll bring yeah, it home. Just do this back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I, I think it's like, uh, um, any, any situation where you're, 
and like my 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 final point about COVID was is that like not only like I don't know what their schools like, but if their schools generally like policing them, if that's yeah. the feel of it, if it's a sort of a or a sense of a prisoner mentality, and then you had COVID, and that sort of doubled down on all of that, uh, then yeah, the uh, sort of your point about like how what's it like when you get a taste of freedom is like that was the <laughs> yeah that, right that was, was like you would of course you would see what exactly how far could, does this go like that's the yeah, yeah. that's the natural thing to do if you've had no sense of it right um, yeah and um yeah just a couple of points like i would say that adults themselves often like the the representation of like adult freedom is also not a very responsible representation and i can see you know why and you know in my own experience as a as a teenager and young person like when i got that taste of like okay now i can start doing things without these these uh artificial restrictions that are put on me just because i'm young right right uh when those are sort of when you start seeing the end of that and you start testing you know what you can actually do um, the the role models that you have for doing that are often not the best, <laughs> you right. know. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, depending on which kinds of you know uh, famous people or celebrities or you know people that you sort of you know look up to and, and try to emulate, it could be really destructive behavior, right? Yeah, no. It's, so that's then those those mo- those are all coming from the adult world, right? right. Yeah, it's yeah. Not that's like that, teenagers that, setting these examples, right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> I know. It's, it's, yeah, I, I was about to point out it's 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 uh, it's fascinating. Yeah, because it, it it seems like it's them, but they're just participating in in this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not like uh, I I don't want <clears throat> to hate on any like band in particular, but you know, there's a lot of like <laughs> rock and roll bands that right that uh yeah have uh, members who are maybe well-known and like emulated, but all of that, you know, all of that worship pre-existed the kid's existence a lot of times or, yeah, or right. like their, their real consciousness or awareness. So yeah, yeah it is complicated say, yeah. by that. Right. You could say the adult world sells them these, you know, these images and ideas and, and, and things that if they emulate them too early, <laughs> And I think I just came it. across as the I don't like rock and roll guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, what is this? It's like the fifties or something. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, but, smash but, rock but yeah, and roll I, I was actually trying to to not be too cruel to, to too many too many rockers out there by not right. naming anyone, and I realized it just yeah. totally generalized. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. I think, yeah, we're safe, man. Don't worry. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't have to worry about alienating anyone. <laughs> so I'm just, I like, you know, start off by saying, oh, you know, the, the threats, the modern threats of, of vaping and, and, and edibles. And I'm like, I'm all hip <laughs> yeah. to all the, the threats. And then I <laughs> right, end it by yeah. being like, it comes back to rock and roll. Rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I don't I, know if anyone even says the full, you know, phrase rock and roll anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't either. <laughs> I was, I was, I was going through my uh, uh, childhood and my my teenage yeah, right. room, yeah, um, yeah. 
is what was going on there. <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, it, it is. It is a problem. It's sort of a problem of hypocrisy. Um, and then, yeah, and the, exactly. The adult, yeah. the adult world could be a lot more mindful of this. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. like what kind of image of, for example, drinking alcohol does the adult world give? Right. Right. And uh, and then drug use too. Like there's so many. You know. Who who makes the movies and you know and shows and and music and everything that glamorizes drug use, yeah. <laughs> right? It's not yeah. teenagers making that that stuff, you know. It's not kids making that stuff. Yeah. And uh, but even now, you could say on social media, probably there are some you know young people um, glamorizing those things. But who created those you know those platforms? And yeah, it's like it's really. Um, no, and I do, and annoying I, I, and fr- and I, frustrating for for adults to see young people, you know, uh, emulating adult behavior, and and really the only the main criticism of it is that like you're not old enough to do this. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm su- I'm super sensitive to this. I, it, it's like um, there's this. Uh, yeah. There's a tendency to. Uh, yeah, I, I have this, like, I am a bit of a, curmud- a curmudgeon with, with certain, sh- like, shows or mm-hmm. uh, that are, like, super popular. And I think it's because I go into this mode of, like, you know, what are we, <laughs> what are we selling here? You right, know, and, yeah. I, and I think about, like, Breaking Bad um, mm-hmm. was, like, terrible. Like, I've never met anyone who doesn't like it. <laughs> and I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> this is so bad. Like, sure, it's entertaining. But what are we, Yeah. You know, I- what are we doing here? But uh, right, I've never seen it, but so I can't comment. Yeah, on, but I yeah. imagine it's. But yeah, yeah the the you know the these shows aren't they're not really, uh, uh, and it's not it's not to say that like <clears throat> that what we produce should be moralizing, but uh, right, yeah, but it's uh, um, we should realize that there's like it's fraught, right? <laughs> like what right. we produce, what we put out there, like. We are in danger of like creating more of uh, if it's yeah, not, yeah yeah I mean if it's uh, if it's something that is uh, dangerous and glamorized it's um, right yeah we shouldn't be shocked if there's more of it later um, yeah but yeah that's uh <laughs> yeah it's good so what do we do about this vaping this girl who is vaping like <laughs> you know yeah uh, I don't know man. Uh, I guess you can't you can't allow kids to have vaping paraphernalia at school. First of all, like that has there has to be a rule against that. I think, and <laughs> you can't you can't you know there has to be a rule against vaping at school, and you have to discourage the young people from vaping. So I think that's all pretty clear. Uh, yeah, but the question is is what do you do when like like you said like you know <laughs> another part of this is just the just because she's the one who dropped that vaping pen, right. <clears throat> that vaping right. pen. That, that's part of it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it could be, you know, I'm not saying like, you know, but we should give the benefit of the doubt to a large extent of that. Maybe somebody said, Hey, can you give this to, you know, so-and-so, right. Or not to say that she was like completely innocent, but, but the, what she's being punished for is basically being part of the vaping problem at the school. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah, and I mean and I in don't, principle. I, yeah. yeah, I and I assume with all of the 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 surveillance, I assume that they had some more incriminating evidence. I just uh, yeah, okay. I, I didn't get enough details, but yeah, that's right. There is like the part where you have to make sure 
But even but give I I think you got to make the hardest argument. Assume that she's there, you know, vaping, you know, that she brought it and she didn't mean to drop it. But right, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, what's the best read you could get? I mean, what would give a person like that? I I think you still have to do that. I think you know, like, if I were if if I were responsible for responding to that situation, uh, I think um, probably the best thing I could do would be to let the student know that, you know, uh, oh yeah, okay, first of all, there's a question of just even doing the investigation in the first place. <clears throat> I think that's a pretty big decision of whether to pursue yes. it or not. Yes, Right, yeah. first, and then, the, you know. <clears throat> but once you decide to pursue it and you identify who the student is, let's say you're, you're there and now you have to decide what to do. Uh, I would probably talk to that student and say, hey, you know, we found this, we know you dropped it, um, and and just say just you know say like you're not allowed to have this at school you know uh, if you get caught with it you know the, like give them basically a warning which that's that has to do with knowing the history of this the student because maybe she had maybe, been caught vaping yeah. before you know who knows right and that that does change the the situation uh, a bit but um, yeah I, I mean it never hurts to show a little bit of uh, mercy. You know, like, like to, to tell the student what you know and, and, and like say like, this is, you know, this is against the rules and, you know, and blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, allow them to go without being punished. Um, I don't think that's ever necessarily like a, a bad idea. It might not be the most effective approach all the time, but, um, but to err on the side of, uh, taking it easy, I think is, is a reasonable thing to do. Yeah, you know, and I, I think like I think it's abundantly clear that we don't have enough information. We're not trying to be like actually right. critical. Uh it just it's just one of those things where it's like this is where our schools are now. This is the thing that schools are struggling with. And uh and what's the right approach? And I think but in the, in light of our conversation though, I think the right approach like not not the right approach, but I think a a, a better approach. And this requires like a fundamental like change of schools. Uh, yeah, is, is, which is not going to happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it it, it can happen, and and right. you know, we know that it can happen, but it's not happening in public schools. It doesn't <laughs> right, seem. Right. <laughs> right. Like, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think you have to put it like you you have to start putting things like that in the hands of the students um, from the from the. Uh, but but that only will work if 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 like we were discussing that there's like a a build up to understanding you know general responsibility to a community that you're yeah. you know participating in uh, right. over time because like if you <laughs> I think that when I think about this um, situation of public school I feel like it's um, it's made so. Uh, difficult by the fact that there's so many students, right? And yeah. you have to process so many students quickly, like in right. everything. And everything has to be like, you know, managed in a way where you're 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 efficient, or you'll never you'll get bogged down, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, could you imagine like a school? Like I've heard of like schools that do like uh, student boards or something like. Uh, like the word the disciplinary board is is like composed of students. You see this, yeah. You know, sometimes. 
Yeah. Um, and that's not necessarily going to give you a humane response either, but it's <laughs> right. it's at least something that points towards a a response that you know where the correction isn't just coming from the the rule of adults in the adult world. Right. Yeah. And and the students probably are going to really be more focused on justice and the appropriate response because they themselves like um yeah i think you remove to a certain extent that that desire to control right right because the students like if i think they call it student court or something like that right right but like in in that situation what i would imagine is that those students would just be feel the responsibility of judges right they wouldn't feel the responsibility of police <laughs> right or or like uh, necessarily legislators or something like that who uh, have to um, control what people do and what they don't do, but um, but yeah, it, I think it would just be at least reduced down to like what's a just and reasonable um, penalty for this, right? And um, yeah, I think that would be probably a pretty positive thing. I guess it's being done pretty well, commonly because yeah. I've heard of it before. But yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, you see it a lot more in colleges. Um... And then I think yeah. you'll see it in private schools. I'm I have I'm not sure I've heard of a public school doing it, but I'm sure there's some out there that are doing it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, really, like for me, this all comes down to uh, why do we always keep coming back to this analogy between schools and prisons? And it's because the majority population has no control. Uh, yeah, their their movements are completely dictated. And I think right. you've you've got like. To the extent that we can start reforming schools, it's got to be in uh, realizing that that's a um, that's a system where the adults have to like the our our justice. Like when you work in an educational system where you control the majority population, like your justice, like you can't <laughs> you can't be casual or thoughtless or uh, really you can't be that wrong about it too often. Because it's it's just going to create too much yeah. uh, difficulty within the community. Like your justice right. has to be almost like perfect for that to work. Right. Um, uh, or you're yeah, and you lose, can't yeah. yeah. And, and like you know, you mentioned before, like you can't see the students as essentially problems. Right. 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 <clears throat> or part or as part of the population, a significant part of the popula- population as problems. Uh, but I th- I think that's that's a natural. Um, that naturally develops from wanting to control them, right? Because the more tight your control uh, should be, the more behaviors become problematic, right? right? And then when when behaviors become problematic, then you see the source of those behaviors as the problems themselves. Yeah, and so it creates this yeah this this tension where, um, I mean, I've definitely been there. Where I see a student as a problem, yeah, I'm just like yeah. this, is a this person is a problem, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it it's, happens all the time, yeah, yeah, it happens, uh, yeah, and this is another episode, but really the 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 trick, the the reason I think, not the reason, but a, a, a real contributing factor to why that happens is in the the. I like the discussion and uh, shared perception of a student as you know exhibiting difficult behaviors. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, and when those discussions, like with other teachers, like teacher lounge situation, when those yeah. discussions are are more towards uh, a complaint rather than, um, um, you know, how do we help this child? <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's easy. To, it's easy. You, you get into that, and that's like that's the first step into it. And yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. But, yeah. It's not the most humanizing thing to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing is, it's like, I, I'm so like, I, I so am hitting on this point lately. We got to stop treating students like they are of their own making. Right. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, it's, it's maddening. It's like, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that that's a, that's a golden insight right there. Really like that, I think is... <clears throat> It's certainly it's certainly uh, been said before. It's <laughs> yeah, but but no, definitely. That's it's so important to uh, not make that mistake. Uh, yeah, what we're seeing, like what we're dealing with, is is we've created it. <laughs> you know, and yeah. Like this is our own. No, that can also that doesn't necessarily lead to insight and um, proper action because if you you know. Uh, yeah, that could also lead to a lot of negative uh, responses, but um, because, like, for example, if if you your the conclusion you come to is that we weren't strict enough, <laughs> for example, you know, and there that's why we're getting this result. Uh, so then the the correction could be even worse than than you know the original creation of it. But but anyway, yeah, I I agree. Like that sort of seeing young people as the source of their own dysfunction or misbehavior or, or whatever is well, foolish. You know, the, uh, John, this, this, this is dangerous. This could get us going down another path, but something we discussed with another friend of ours yesterday was, uh, <laughs> uh how societies generally, you know, need to like a society will have standards, right? And if yeah. there's a population within that society that is in opposition to those standards, then the society has to like deal with that some way. Like right. it can it can exile the people, uh, right. could put them to death, right? Like you know, like you know, just depend you know, depending on the society and the infraction, right? right? Uh, right. Or or the society could like fundamentally change, yeah, uh, in order to uh, to accept uh, those that are. Uh, that seemed to be yeah. Presented. The society could reflect reflect on itself, right? Right. Maybe detect some you know responsibility in in that. And I and I think like when I think about AEP in terms of like this is the exile program of yeah. uh, of this little uh, microcosmic society that we have at schools, yeah. right? Um, it it seems like it seems <laughs> it's not it's not. Enough, right it's not it's not real exile right it's not yeah it's it's almost like and it's not because those people have rights in the larger society that really matters right you can't just right. you just can't k- throw a kid out, out of school forever so there's all these like semi exiles that i think are really confusing right it's like yeah. uh and, and we call them discipline but right i, I think the last thing it does is discipline a mind of a young person i think it uh i mean it's not the last thing it does i'm sure sure it does that for some but i think it 
I think it communicates. The first thing it does is it communicates a um, um, that the relationship is going to go on, but it's going to be uh, uh, it's like it's it's going to be antagonistic. Is we're we're going yeah. to have an antagonistic relationship. Whereas if you just throw the kid out of school, <laughs> it's like <laughs> right. At, at least you know it's almost like there's like fewer harder feelings that the, that a person's going to feel. Because it's yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah, you're out of this community, and now we're bringing you back in. You're obligated to come back in by law, and you have the right to not be thrown out. But we're going to yeah. throw you out as much as we can. It's so, right. it's so like, there's so much tension between uh, the rights that you get by being a citizen here and the uh, the responsibilities of the school and the society is unwillingness to reflect on itself maybe and certainly it's just highly unusual to have a majority society have no say um, yeah so or have very little say right. marginal say uh, marginal yeah i mean the only the effect that students can typically have in a school is not they're not they don't have any formal <clears throat> formal influence right it's it's all through making uh, most, not all, but like primarily, their their ability to have an effect on their environment is is negative, <laughs> you know, through uh, resistance and you know passive right. aggressiveness and 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 I, but that could take us to devious licks. <laughs> yeah, oh my <laughs> which, gosh, yes, which we're supposed to talk topic, about devious yeah. licks. Yeah, so, Some, so which I think one, is yeah, yeah, yeah that's one of the topics we discussed in our three month absence here. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> do we go down that path or do we save it? Uh, yeah, I guess we got to save it because we're we're into like an hour and twelve minutes. Yeah, now in the recording. So <laughs> unless we want to start editing, <laughs> which we don't. No, no I, I I don't know. I'm not I'm not planning to edit, and I don't care if it goes <laughs> yeah. long either. But but yeah, right. devious licks is probably another solid hour of discussion. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, and but it's I also it's, yeah, it, it might be that it's, yeah, that it's over to too. This. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter because there will yeah. be another DV, you know. There'll be another, be another yeah, 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 expression and manifestation. It's, but that's good. That'll it's be sort some... of timeless in that way. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the uh that that's the listener can uh, research devious licks and yeah. um and and I guess now we've promised an episode on that, so. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you helping me reflect on that, John. I sure I, you're welcome. I, I think my my gut reaction is that I can't believe they did that to the student. But I, you know, you you helped me see more of the fullness of it. But um, but yeah, like this this is this is difficult stuff, and it's difficult to hear about schools maybe getting less sympathetic because we're uh. We're losing that balance because last year was yeah. was, was exhausting. <laughs> right, like, yeah. That's definitely, you know, no matter how much we understand the administrative point of view and the need to um, have these boundaries and, and consequences, like the fact is, is that that's not the direction schools need to go in, right? They need to right. go in the other direction. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. And I think the, uh, the thing that just occurs to me is, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but for... For someone like me, who's like really like I, I have a lot of like a lot of I've, I have a lot of time for students, right? Like what in all in all of their forms and uh, mistakes and whatever you know, 
however bad they might seem, I've got a lot of time to talk to students. And, uh, but I think for, if you feel that way, like I think we both do, like we want to understand what they're going through. I think last year was just like, (laughs) I mean, last year really tested everybody's endurance with that. But I do wonder Mm -hmm. if more of the, the orderly policy experts, if last year wasn't just like, (laughs) <laughs> like invigorating, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was going to say that. I, I think is really like, um, yeah, that's, what's the, what's the word? Um, well, there, there's different expressions right up their alley or. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, COVID. Just yeah, the this is perfect. <laughs> we got another, another yeah. thing to like write a policy on, you know, mask, yeah. no mask, it doesn't matter. We get to, you know, we get, get policy to write. Uh, right, yeah, for, yeah. If you want to, have a controlled environment, you know, COVID is perfect for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> yeah. Although, you know, not the implementation of it because it's just like a beating, but, but like the, you know, conceptualizing <laughs> right. of like, you right. know, of it. And so, I mean, and so it does, it does make sense that educate, like the people who would stick with education are going to be attracted to that challenge. Yeah, exactly. Uh, whereas, yeah. whereas that's not the fundamental challenge of education. So you don't really right. want education taken over by uh, those who love writing policy during an epidemic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, and this this actually I thought earlier <clears throat> that I think you were particularly exhausted by uh, having to have a response and plan for COVID last year yeah. and, and to manage things that way. And and I was thinking maybe it's because it puts you in a position of having to control so many things about the school day and about the students that really you know that's what what it was is that right it, um, you know I, and I know you've been saying so much but you know to put it in these terms because I remember you <clears throat> I remember you making um, uh, a diagram that showed like the flow of students throughout the day. Yeah, you know, like because you had like the staggered schedules, and you know, you yeah. made this thing that showed like the students represented by dots. Ruined so many things <laughs> I hated last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That and, it didn't come uh, out in the podcast is amazing, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was just thinking that this puts you in this position of being responsible for that, or feeling like this was your responsibility, and it combined it with your sincere concern for the health of the students. Right. Right. And, um, but yeah, just made your job this thing that you, that didn't appeal to you. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh, some of the things that happened are, um, cause I did, yeah, I had, uh, a map of the school and I, I created a little program, um, on, and, and every student was represented by a dot. Like I've gotten yeah. like. You know, and I, and I, and I've got the schedule going, I've got like this animation where they're moving through the school right? and, uh, I'm watching how many are in the hallways. I mean, it took a ton. This is a lot of work, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I couldn't, I couldn't make a dot for every student. I was just doing like a dot for every like class or whatever. But, uh, right. Uh, I was going to do every student and then I realized how incredible, <laughs> how long it would take and how <laughs> yeah. cluttered the map would get. And I didn't want my map to look cluttered so that when parents saw it, they wouldn't be like, looks like a lot of kids in the hallway. <laughs> right, like, yeah. What am I going to yeah. do? And then, and then I implement this wonderful staggered s- schedule. Oh my God. This thing was like, to look at it, it would look like I solved some problem. 
right? Like, right. you know, it's like yeah. a, a math equation, uh, you know, that it was, it was something to look at. <laughs> I'll say that <laughs> right. this, the master schedule, but the, um, uh, but then I had, I'd have a teacher and, you know, <laughs> uh, who would like let, you know, just be like, well, you know, it's time to, uh, done with class. So go ahead and go. And then like, you know, someone would be released <laughs> off schedule and I'd, right. then I'd get paranoid about it. And it's something I normally wouldn't care at all about. But, yeah. but suddenly I was like, I am trying to control student movements here. So right. I, yeah. everyone has to attend to the, and we don't have bells at our school, but I was thinking about, we need bells. And it's like, if you don't hear the bell, <laughs> then you're in the classroom. Uh, and yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it was, it was, uh, but we didn't put bells in. Fortunately, I think we uh, we managed to work through it. But it was like, yeah, it, for for someone who doesn't like doing that, it was an awful year. So. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You know, without giving too much away, but my experience was the same, and I, I'm sure it's, it was universal. Which is that you have all these nice protocols and procedures and everything. Uh, but then once you start doing it, you just realize that, like, you know, it's not going to really work <laughs> like this, <laughs> you know, right. the way we, we dreamt it up and uh, trying to isolate groups and, and all this stuff. It's just, uh, on the one hand, it's it to make it work would require all of your attention, like every bit right. of it, right. you know, and even then there's a, it's a question of whether, <laughs> you know, it's yeah, actually and, even possible yeah, if, or not. And if you're not good at it, yeah, it's like, it's not your... It's not in your yeah. skill set anyway. Right. It's and all like, the students would have to be like like really on board and, and like perfectly trained. Right. Because right. there's no way you can you can keep just, you know, remind them reminding them of all the rules and all the procedures every time you do them. Right. So it, the, the students would have to rise to this level of, of like sort of training and being in sync with administrative policies that just has probably never happened, you know, and, and never will happen. Right. And yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and, and yeah normally i know that like normally i know that the those kinds of things won't work uh, yeah but some you know last year felt like a, a crisis of another level and so right it was worth trying to make it work so right yeah <laughs> but yeah that was uh um well, I'm glad we finally talked about it. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I think we recorded maybe five COVID episodes, and I was just like, it was so raw. Yeah, they raw. just turned into your rants. Yeah, yeah it was so it was raw. Raw emotion, I was, yeah. I, I was unable to cope. And so we were like, nah, let's talk about something else. So for any of you who are like timely listening as these podcasts were released, the reason we never talked about COVID is because I could not keep it together for <laughs> more than like two minutes until I was on a soapbox. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I get on a soapbox anyway, so you need, don't need to rant about that. But yeah, glad it's over. All right. Yes. Well, thanks. Thanks, John. I know we yeah. uh, I, I suckered you into another eight minutes or so of recording. But Yeah, uh, no problem. You know, this is sort of like the teenagers in the hotel room that have been restricted. We haven't recorded we haven't released anything for a few months so it's going to be a little extra this, <laughs> right this week. yeah <laughs> you know it's we didn't know when to stop we really. yeah <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> the podcast format is like danger. Like if you, uh, yeah, the, what, however long it needs to be. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, next week, devious licks. Devious licks. Yeah. <laughs> or, or in three months, depending on how <laughs> things go for us. <laughs> right. Looking back at devious licks. That looking phenomenon. back. Looking back. <laughs> yeah. At, yeah. Yeah. Since NPR quashed that, so we'll right. Uh, we'll discuss all of that. Uh, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, I don't know, John. You usually close it out. You say nice things. Is that good? yeah? Yeah, that's good. That's what I usually say. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I usually do not. And then I thank you, so you should thank. Oh, me. oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm yeah. That's right. You do because I always say thank you. Okay, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to our listeners, actually, not everybody. Yeah. Uh, thank you specifically to the category <laughs> of people who listen to this. Uh, thank yeah. you for listening. Uh, we hope you continue to listen. And thank you, John. Uh, it's a pleasure. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you, Sean. All right.